Okay, first of all, okay, uh, I did inquire, called the office about polio, and as I suspected, they, um, as we hoped, they have a mashkir tamidi for the entire run, because otherwise it's not convenient to throw. Remember, the, in Sif Beis over here, there's two issues. There's the kashrus issue, make sure the ingredients are kosher, and then there's the gzeira gvinus akum, which we didn't yet say inside, but everybody alluded to the fact that you at least need a yid there the entire time, maybe more. We'll get to that soon. So they have somebody there. It happens to be they have somebody nearby. So it's, not ter- it's expensive, but it's not terribly expensive. And interestingly enough, the company originally got the heksher because of their whey production. I didn't get to whey yet. It's a whole, we're going to talk about it. Whey is a, an issue. Whey is a very, very important ingredient. It goes into a lot of commercial baked goods and cookies and cakes and things like that. Yeah, it's a byproduct. She said originally that the Hesher for the whey. And what's interesting, I'll just give you a sound bite now because we'll, we'll, we'll get to it under a separate cover. But when you take the milk and make the curds, you make the cheese. So the whey is the top, it's a byproduct. And uh, we both kind of figured out that. Nothing goes to waste in any production. There's always some use for something. Niflis Aberi. Um, the way sits on it, and some cheese is made, the process is above Yatsa lettuce and sometimes below Yatsa lettuce. I realized a number of years ago, 15 years ago at least, that a lot of the way, which they assume is like what we call a group one ingredient, which doesn't need a hechsher, because it's a byproduct of cheese, and it's not cheese. Whey is not cheese. We discussed how the cheese might be cheese. I'll get back to that in a minute. Whey is not cheese. It's a byproduct. And if you hold the chal of companies, then it's a byproduct of kosher milk. You need chal of Israel, then already there's an issue. But if you hold a byproduct of chal then you should be okay. The only logistical problem is if you have a non-certified cheese plant, so you're not trying to get Gavinus Yisrael, so it's treif midrabonum of Gavinus akum, and the whey sitting on top, so you can have one of two problems. If it sits there for 24 hours, you can have a covish issue because it's taking the bleas of trefer cheese. Or if the process, which often it is, is above Yatsaledis, a borderline Yatsaledis, ranged from 113 to 160, 165, it's trefer because it was belay from the cheese. And the working assumption that it was always kosher because that's, it should be kosher if you hold of, of chalof, stop, stop, chalof, was challenged and successfully challenged and said, well, wait a second, how can you buy whey without a certification? Now, Moshe has a long tshuva, which hopefully we'll get to, but it's, it's, it's way off. Uh, <laughs> couldn't resist. Uh, but it's, and Ramesha has a svar, why maybe it would be mutter even in that case. Um, there's a very fascinating svar. And he suggests, the certification agency decided we could just fix the problem. I get the Shilas, it's a big machlekes. So now the way has to be so So Palio got the original certification for their whey production. And once they had it already, they said, oh, you know, we have string cheese. It's very popular. Why not put it on you? That was the, that was the story behind it. Um, so that's an issue. I, I want to mention one other thing from last week. So specifically, it so, so, so it has an well, OU, and the first guy showed it to me, asked me if this was mislabeled. Because you wouldn't think of, you can have Chal of Stam cheese, we'll discuss the Chilukum later on as well. Miller is, we have companies, but we know it's Gavinus Yisrael. Palio is a big American company. Well, why would it be Gavinus Yisrael? They don't have a all the time. The answer is they're better if they're putting an OU on it, and they do. It wasn't mislabeled, and, uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's legit. The looks of some hand- it's Chal of Stam, Gavinus Yisrael, but it's Gavinus Yisrael. It has to be Gavinus Yisrael. There's no, there's no Stam Gavinus, there's no Gavinus a company. It's Treif. You know, so. Don't 
there's no cheese without the, you, you can't buy cheese because the Gavina is Akum without Asher. No, it's good. saying that polio has different polio products. Polio itself has two different products. That, that I don't know. The is there polio without an OU now? Because yes. this is the brand new. Is there still polio right. without an OU? Yes. That's strange. Because usually, usually they don't allow that because that gets confusing for people. Maybe, maybe it's a brand new thing. Maybe they didn't get new labeling. If somebody could check that, you sent me the labels. Can you check on their site, see if they have anything that's not OU? That would be very odd because that's very confusing. Yeah, we gave it to our clean lady. We gave the package of string But maybe it's so new that. No, the string cheese is the one that has the OU now. I'm, I'm saying there was no OU on the label. No, so it could be. This is all new, so it could be your, this stuff still in the market without the OU label. That, that wouldn't be. Okay. That wouldn't be. I, we usually try not to give a hechsher without, because it gets confusing for people. Anyway, that's the story behind the, the polio. Uh, to get back to the, the, the last issue we had last uh, Wednesday was the truth of Ramesha with the cottage cheese. As you all remember, if you weren't here, the recap was Ramesha is certainly not thrilled about cottage cheese without hashkocha. He holds that there's a good side that cottage cheese is Gavina's Akum, and therefore the national brands, which are not hashkocha to me this, would be treif. He says there's a good side lahokol, and that is that they don't require rennet. Even if they put in rennet, they're just speeding it up. But Bessam doesn't require rennet, and therefore wouldn't be under the xeros. He has a good side lahokol also, and it's a shayla for the rabbanon. But his answer to Rabbi Schwab, if you remember at the last paragraph, was uh, don't tell him it's mutter, and don't tell him it's also if they're pominakalism, mutter shushagin, which sounds like Ramesha wasn't really thrilled about the idea. And he has another truth about cream cheese and which is a slightly different issue, but he also says maybe there's nothing to be a soccer, maybe it's not. It's also not too told about it. Uh, some even are machin by yogurt. It might depend on what type of yogurt, but the yogurt's the Greek yogurts, which are now taking over the world all of a sudden. You know, if you land to Mars, you think the Greeks, you know, just like in the last year or two, it's a lot thicker. Again, doesn't require rennet, but uh, are they using any? The soft acid-based cheeses, which I divided into categories as opposed to the hard cheeses, the amount of rennet they use even to speed it up is so minuscule compared to the amount of... Uh, as a matter of fact, I have a chart, which I didn't bring, Mr. Chum, I'll bring, I'll bring in the next couple of days, which show you how small the amount of rennet is in the soft cheeses, meaning the uh, cottage cheese, cream cheese, and it's not really needed. It's put there to speed it up a little bit, but it's a very minute amount as opposed to the regular cheeses. So Amisha has that as a local, but like I say, he doesn't endorse it. So I did a little research to find out why, um, why the OU was Makel. I think the other national certification agencies are Makel as well. Uh, I had a sneaking suspicion, and I was correct, that uh, there were other places in the Makel, even though I wasn't thrilled about it, and the fact that the cottage cheese and cream cheese in America was already here beforehand. They were trying to catch up and make everything as kosher as possible, and together with the fact that uh, these are staple items for the, for the rest of the country which the OU was trying to, to service, uh, I just wanted to find out who that was. So, not surprisingly, it was traced back to original Pesachar Hankin, which makes sense. Hankin was passing the Shailas and all these things in America before Ramesha was. And if Hankin uh, was the Makel, based on the same as far as Ramesha held Betsam, he just held Lamaisa, and Ramesha was more concerned about it. So, um, so the Henkin um, uh, said it was mutter, and the OU was following that policy, which, again, had it not been a staple item to not follow Ramesha on this is a little unusual for a national certification, but I think, it, I think part of the issue is th- this is a staple. Uh, you don't need cottage cheese, but it's, it's, not a, it's not a luxury item. It's not like a candy or something like that. And Lamaisa, they're still makel, but just know that even if you're eating Chal of Stam, this is a different shayla. You're eating Chal of Stam in cottage cheese, you're making a decision. It's not so partial. Um, I also got a report that um, 
that Rebetzin Feinstein, Ramesh's Rebetzin, uh, used to have it, used to eat it, cottage cheese, uh, which means nothing to change with the way we read Ramesh's Shuva because it could be that it's a staple item and she needed it for health reasons and she couldn't eat much else and Ramesh al maker din maybe it was mutter, but it's not a steer to the Shuva if the story is even true. Um, but um, it's, I, I mentioned to you that the, there, there were always people going around making up stories. Some of them are true and some of them are, are not true. Uh, a few people told me, I'm not saying Ravuva now, saying, uh, a few people told me that David uh, uh, holds it perfectly fine as the Chavchila and they don't know what to do with the, all the Shuvas we read. Um, but that's, uh, again, or that's the way it was done for so many years. The kids are, I asked, uh, I asked my Aiden, um, uh, Rabbi Yitzchak, and he lived in the house. He was brought up in the same, you know, what we saw. And he said, I said, you ever see it around? He said he was in the apartment a few hundred thousand times. Never, ever saw it in the fridge. <laughs> there was never anything in the fridge, but Yisrael, just in a double's house. Just, just for the, uh, I think Akiva, you told me, uh, uh, that mice with the with the amana with the uh, yeah yeah so uh, as a nice mice I'll say it over it was a uh, amana uh, uh, Mrs. Golden I think or was it? It Golden was Golden Shots yeah 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 yeah, yeah. So I remember I remember her husband um, so um, so uh, it, David goes to visit the amana on the lower side she still lives in the lower side even though she moved from the lower side I'm saying because yeah but there's a long time to haven't been in the lower side I know so he travels to business. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. So, so anyway, so he goes to to be to be Samech Amani goes to visit her. It's a five minute visit. Goes in for a cup of coffee and uh, and then leaves. So I was told by one of our fine members of our shir uh, that one time he went in and she didn't have uh, Chal Yisrael in the fridge. So she was apologizing profusely and uh, Rab David uh, uh, said whatever you have is fine. So. Um, so some say that might undo the first story I just told you about never having the fridge. He says there's no steer, right? There's like 55 derases with the mitzvah and almano. <laughs> this is a form of Yisrael. It's like a no-brainer. Uh, now you'll say he could have had a black, but he could have had a black and he could have he skipped the whole coffee and got the coffee somewhere else. But the whole purpose to go was to mitzvah the almano that she could serve the rashiva cup of coffee. She would have felt bad, right? So that's a good example where you have to have four. Halak on Shulchan Aruch on the fifth one at the same time, and you know, put them all together. That's the uh, now. If you hold that, it's also then then you explain to the Amman. I can't. Uh, uh, I'm from a strong uh, uh, of stock, and we don't drink it. Okay, whatever. That's fine. But but the help make it his mother. So um, anyway, so that's the story. It was of Henkin and uh, and uh, probably some others as well. And that's why they continue with the Kulo. But just it, I'm sure the differences, price differences, maybe. But there are now five Hamish companies that make cottage cheese and just know what you're buying if you're choosing that and the OU with uh, Breakstone. Who makes cottage cheese now? Uh, Breakstone. So uh, I'm sure Breakstone, Mr. Breakstone knows what he's doing and I, I'm sure it has, but, but just understand it's not as partial as a regular Stam, Stam Chol of Shiloh. That's the, uh, that's, the, that's the bottom line. Let's go back to the Ramah, page Kuf, Nun Vav. We'll review briefly this line of the Ramah and then we'll go to the new part. Uh, remember the Mechaber said there's no difference whether you actually maimonid in our cave novella, which would make it really usher, or Kavas Kshera, which would have been Kasher Minotera, but is part of the Xera. And even if you have a synthetic artificial microbial, whatever you want to call it, Reddit, which they have today, by and large, certainly in America, it's still also The Mechaber didn't even quote the Shita, he just said the page before in Kufnun Hey, Hemedu Ba'asavim Asura. 
Machaber doesn't, it's Bavarni that, but it doesn't even quote it. Comes to Amma, Vechain, Amini, Vein, Lifrit, Geder, very strong Lashon. Im loy b'makom shenega b'hem heter mekad mainim. Unless you're from a city like Chachmei Navina, like Navina, uh, who held there was one sheet that Mishaim held was mutter. Nobody else agreed. We don't pass like it. The Machaber doesn't pass like it. Nobody passes like it. And the Amma says the biggest clue you have is if you're from that city that was Mekel, uh, then you could be Mekel. Uh, nobody's from that city, and anybody dreams up that they are from that city, they would sort of have to like try to prove it. And uh, you certainly can't give a hash like that. I made mention of the fact that there was one fellow who's um, Orthodox who gives a hash on Kavina Sakam without being Kavina's Israel because he says it's artificial rennet. The problem is the Muhammad the Amal said the Farish. Not so. It's either an Ashkenazi or a Sephardi, but he's not from Navrona, and either are the people who are eating his hash. So that's a, uh, that's a big problem. Uh, but it's, it's pretty Beferish. And um, even if you have. Take a look at Sama Gimel, the footnote. Top line, page Kufnan and Zion. Now you have to already done Kobane Medina. Even in America, most of the cheeses are like that. There might be high ended cheeses they use. Real Keva, in which case the Gazera was still applied according to them. It's not an absolute low plug. If nobody in the country is doing it, then it's mutter um, because there's no chash. So it's only a makom He brings down for Amisha. Even according to the Shita, even if everybody uses a kosher one, nami yasser, that's definitely part of the low plug. Because low plug is, you can't use an or keva kshera of a guy, if a guy made it, because he might use an or keva of a, of a novella. Even this Shita holds only if they're using artificial uh, plant a derivative, microbial, whatever it is, because that's completely different. That wouldn't be part of the low plug. In their opinion, we don't pass like we hold everything's a low plug. No matter how you're being mimed this cheese, it's going to be usser. Okay, now we get to the first basic shayla. How do you make Gavinus Yisrael? Now they know Gavinus Akam is usser. How do you make Gavinus Yisrael? Ramah continues, the top line, and Kufna and Zayim. Im ha Yisrael. Next page, we'll go back in a minute. If he sees, now, remember, I, I can't overstress this, there's, there's watching something as a hashkacha would do for hashkacha purposes, which doesn't require normally having your eyes glued to the production, and you can have yetzim and ichnes once a day, once a week, once a month, depending how sensitive, depending how much you need to keep them on their toes. That's for, to make sure everything's kosher. Here, when it says, Roya sees gavinas, he has to mamish be there, hashkacha to meet us. We'll discuss soon. Even a Yetzvenichus who's there the same day Yetzvenichus would work, maybe, yeah, maybe not. But he can't be on a once a week, once a month visitation. He's got to be at the Mekel Gavinus Yisrael, the Sheet of the Ramah, who's the Mekel here already, holds you have to have Yisrael there from beginning to end. And he should see the Chaliva also, meaning the milk that's coming for this has to be Chal of Yisrael. We'll discuss later on. What if it's not, but it was made into cheese? Does that show that it obviously wasn't Chal of Tamea, in which case it's Mutter? Can we make a bediavid? We'll get to that later. Raya sees kavina v'chaliva muter v'chena minik pasha b'chol medinas elu. Go back if you can to Samach Dalid, and we get into a big machlekes here between the Ramah and the Shach. The Ramah again holds to make the kavina Israel. All you have to do is watch it. There's only one other area we discussed. I don't know if we ever discussed it at length. 
also a major machalikas and kashras. This is Nagata within the Raisa. Um, normally used for the make sure the ingredients are kosher. If you're checking something out, you've got to make sure the, um, the animal's kosher. And when it comes to fish, you've got to make sure the fish is kosher. So Amaisha is of the opinion, and is not the only one, that it's a din daraisa, that you have to see every fish. Even if you have umdunas and anan sadi, it's interesting. Amaisha is the mako by the, by, the, by the milk, because the anan sadi, it's Hezber, but Amaisha uh, basically explains it because here it's a, it's a, it's a chiv daraisa, it's not a din darabonum. Ramesha holds that even though the company would get kanast and they would lose their business and their mirsis and they're scared and Starkist doesn't want any dolphin in there and anything else and they're scared stiff. Of all the umdunas in the world, there's only tuna fish in there. Ramesha says, it doesn't make a difference. It's not a dindra bonus, it's dindra rice. You've got to identify every fish and you've got to And you've got to run the line slow enough that the mashkiach can... And what if he blinks? And what if he has to go to the bathroom? I don't know, but he shouldn't blink and he should stop the line if he goes to the bathroom. He's got to identify every fish. That's a different problem. Rabbi Tendler had his uh, famous the brine, the brine at the end of the. That's there's an old. Um, that's another problem. That is a problem, but that's a different problem. Ramesha clearly in Shuvah talks about a separate based on the pasuk that you have to after Mamsha identify the simanim of the fish or know what the fish looks like, but able to identify it. And Ramesha holds in to me some tuna fish. It's not a chumro. Um, the OU again. The OU has a lot of chumros wherever they can. They have a few big coolers. Again, they did that to supply the rest of America and the rest of the world, and tuna's are real stable. Never go on a business trip in the olden days. Before they had restaurants in Singapore and Hong Kong. Um, you had to take a suitcase of tuna fish from crackers. So, Ramesha holds the national brands. What, what does the OU have on now? Starkis? I don't know what they have. So he also says, no good, because they don't have Ashkachatmidis. The OUP has Hashkachatamidis, and by the way, you have two milers, because once you have the Hashkachatamidis, you can also turn the fire and make it Bishul Yisrael. But the OU has two coolers and tuna fish. One is that they hold it doesn't require Bishul Yisrael, because the makel, the fact that it's a factory producer, and it's in the can, it's not really Bishul, it's steam, it's steam, it's live steam that heats up the oil and the water. They hold it's not regular Bishul. Uh, it's not a little Shulchan once it goes in the can. They have a number of coolers, which many disagree with also, but in order not to have a lot of these canneries, and these salmon canneries are in Alaska, very hard to have a the meat. I can't even get. I, I once sent him a shkirch there. He calls me up. Uh, he said, "I think I have a problem." I said, well, "What's the issue?" He just got there. He says, "It's kind of dark." I said, "Yeah, it usually happens at night." He says, "Yeah, I've been here for two days." <laughs> I didn't realize how deep in uh, this particular fishery was. He said, "I don't know." I said, "Why don't you call me earlier?" He said, I'm "Waiting for it to get light." Okay, uh, <laughs> I didn't send him there again. As a matter of fact, we uh, that's that's a problem. Jews shouldn't go where. They don't know when to dive in. Um, but we don't have the meters there. So I set up a couple of plants where we have a touch-tone phone and we turn on the flame with the phone, which we discussed by Bishi Yisrael. That's a matter most plants don't have that. So they make on the, they hold, they don't require Bishi Yisrael. That's not Bishi Lakum. And they don't have to identify each fish. If you have a Pesach production, even OU, then the Mashiach is there already. Once he's there, then you can turn the fire and you have, you have Alamayla. So if you like the national brand, the time to buy is Pesach and stock up for the whole year. So... Where's the OU coming from? So they have a psak uh, that, uh, that is like regular kashras. There's an umdano, the mukhach, they're not putting anything in, and they're not. It's as strong as milk, if not stronger. They don't want anything that's not too inefficient there. Uh, then, it's, uh, then it's mutter. And that's what they go with. The star K only has a shrach of the midas. Um, I don't know if the OK so has any. Dolphin free, but there's a misconception. When it says dolphin free on there, it doesn't mean letting you know. By the way, when you're buying this tuna, we're not giving you any dolphins. It means when they, they buy catch, that was all peter. They, they didn't want the. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was. Uh, the point was but they wouldn't have made it down the line. They caught it in the original net. Some wanted to bring what you were saying. He says, you see, the other stuff goes in. The answer is no. In the, there, there are like many points of segregation as you go through the production. The original netting was catching dolphin. So the Peter people were complaining, it's not fair, the poor dolphins, and they're throwing them out, and the bycatch. So they solved that. The dolphins would have been, they claimed, the dolphins would have been caught when the line is set up for, for tuna with certain skin, there's a very sophisticated machinery. They're not set up for other fish, and they be able to detect, detect it. Does that mean something can't pass them in a million years? No, but we have kinds of bittle also from a kosher standpoint. So that, that wasn't the problem. We didn't think there was dolphin in there, but Ramesha holds it in the race. You've got to identify each fish. And, and others say there is no, that's not the din. The din is each other knows tuna. So if Ramesha would hold it, that'd be hold, you know it's tuna because you know it's milk from a cow. The same on inside there. They don't want anything else in there. There's a heavy kanas. It's the same, same issue. So that's the only other place. This is similar in the fact that we're not worried there's foreign ingredients. But to make a convenience, you've got to do something. What do you have to do? So Amos says, you've got to watch it. That's all you have to do. The Shach is going to argue right now. Let's see. Samo Dalit. With the, uh, with the tunas, it's, it's not something that they have to intentionally put in there. It's, it's not by design. Right? They know they have to be dumb to put it in. Because they can get quite a bit of pain in each one. But here it's in there and they have to filter it out. Uh, yeah, but they probably also pay. It's their chiv to be careful. And if they don't set up a system where they're catching it, the consumer does not, it's terrible for business. They, they would lose millions of dollars. The consumer would find another fish in there. And it's their business if you're labeling it as this. It's got to be that. Is there a difference to show you the amazing? Vis-a-vis the government? If the government would... The milk company wouldn't get... They would say, it's not our fault, we got it from a small farmer. The government probably would find them anyway. It's your responsibility to do chemical testing and things like that. It's a, it's a, if they're labeling tuna, it's got to be only tuna. They want to label an, a mix and say, chalt, it's tuna, salmon, this and that, fine. But they, they, have, to, they have to label it. When they did DNA testing of tilapia, which is a supposedly a kosher fish. Yeah. What were they testing for? To see if it was tilapia. Okay. Um, what, somebody's caught? There was a scandal somewhere? No, it was just they were, they were testing. Yeah, because they were getting dog and below sea money. Tuna, tilapia is different. Tuna it has distinctive, um, not completely, but you, in a hanami, dog and below sea is, is an iser. You can't eat dog and below sea ever, any dog. We have one kula by salmon, which nobody agrees to, that has distinctive color. A little scary because shark has a, a certain season as a color also. <laughs> And, and, but the tuna the Mashkiach is looking at is looking at before its skin. He, he's supposed to see it when it comes in. He's supposed to identify it first. You know, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you see it later and you think it looks familiar, that's not going to be good. Certainly, certainly according to Ramesha, by the, by the fish. So again, so Ramesha holds that you just have to see it. What's the lemmer? When is it That's if you know it's the cheese you're looking for and it's kosher and they didn't use a behemoth of a cave and a vela and you know all that. On inside the spot inspections, whatever it is, it's still trafe because it's convenient to do the xera. You know that everybody around there uses microbial rennet. You can tell taste. If you can prove it a hundred different ways, but if you actually see it, now you got to see two things. You got to know it's kosher. You got to use kosher stomach or microbial rennet. 
And then you got to watch the production. That Ria is sufficient. You're checking out the kashas of it, and then you're checking out, you're watching the production to make it convenient Yisrael. Then the Ramah adds, you also got to see where the muk came from. Remember, you'll say, well, what do you need to check out the milk? If it was made the cheese, obviously it's kosher milk because trafer milk doesn't make made the cheese. The answer is you can have 98% kosher milk and 2% not kosher milk and you make the cheese and they're not kosher milk. We'll remain in the holes. And we don't, we don't want a scenario like that. We'll explain that later. What he's going to go into next which we'll discuss tomorrow night, is the fact that the Shach argues in this Ramah, and he's going to say the looking is not good enough, you actually, actually have to do something, and we'll discuss what that is in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night.